When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Jazz and R&B titan Gregory Porter performs live at MGM National Harbor in Oxon Hill, Maryland this Sunday night. He joined me to break down his fascinating life and career, starting out playing college football with Marshall Falk before his mother's dying words inspired a Grammy-winning journey in music. Listen closely and you might just hear his mind being blown with a new idea for his next album. Hey, Gregory Porter. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Glad to be with you, my brother. Thank you. Yes, of course. Uh, We're talking because you're coming to the MGM National Harbor uh, this Sunday. Uh, But before we get to that show really quick, didn't you just uh, last year, didn't you just headline the D.C. Jazz Fest? How was that experience? It was amazing. I always love uh, doing that festival. Um, Somehow the people in D.C. are quite enthusiastic for me and my style and my music and I, I, I so much appreciate that yeah. I like how you're like somehow maybe it's because you're awesomely talented <laughs> <laughs> somehow I can't explain it but they like <laughs> no <laughs> I, you know I just I, I just the way that I am as an artist I'm always just amazed at um just the reception that people get me mm-hmm. they get what I'm trying to do with music and it's just awesome to me I love it that's awesome. All right. Well, if people, whether they came or not uh, to see you at the D.C. Jazz Fest last year, how, you know, how will this uh, show at MGM National Harbor this weekend, um, how will that, you know, compare? You know, is it any of the same stuff or like a whole new set you're bringing out? Uh, yeah, there'll be some uh, some new stuff uh, in there. I mean, um, you know, uh, we, we you know, Christmas time has passed. So I got some new shoes on and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no man i i dj i i dj when i am I'm, I'm like a dj when i'm when i when i write my sets uh I, I i'm thinking of what's currently happening in the world what exactly it is that i want to say to an audience at any particular time uh if if it's about love it's if it's about protest if it's about you know uh whatever the ups and downs and the condition of life is happening at the moment um, that's how what I'm going to play. Yes, I do play my my popular songs or, or you know that are you know currently popular, but but also you know in those in between songs, I, there's always something specific that I want to say uh, to the audience, and m- most often it's about something about the optimism that I feel about love, and and uh, and sometimes it's about being charitable, sometimes it's about a more open society. Sometimes it's about, you know, sometimes it's about simply about romantic love, you know, spreading that energy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we guess we're just coming off the heels of Valentine's Day. Um, the, and- the residue of love is still in the air. Right. <laughs> the residue is still floating around in there over. Yeah, I love it. 
Um, well, whenever I have someone on, I love, you know, I love to tease the the concert like we just did. But I also love to, you know, remind people some of your superhero origin story. I know I know you were born in Sacramento in 71, but grew up most of, you know, in your younger years in like Bakersfield, California. Um, yeah. Famous for, you know, the Bakersfield sound, you know, country music fans. But did, did you listen to any of that or was it, you know, how'd you get into the, the jazz or I guess you sang in church for some gospel? Yeah, I just want to know sort of the, what you listened to growing up. Yeah, well, there was no escaping and you don't need to escape country music so merle haggard was you know ever president of grocery stores um <laughs> but but in my house we were listening to you know my older brothers were listening to soul and funk uh you know parliament and you know oj's all that stuff was being played on saturday when we were cleaning the house but my mother uh played a lot of nat king cole uh ella fitzgerald sammy davis jr that was you know that was the extent of her jazz two or three artists, but a lot of gospel music. Uh, she was a minister, and so there was a lot of gospel music in the house. The kids were singing gospel. I was her main soloist, so I was singing a lot, you know, on, on Thursdays and Wednesdays and Friday night service. So um, exercised my voice a lot um, by singing uh, quite often. Uh, also, um, yeah, I think, uh, 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 I think, you know, my mother was instrumental in encouraging uh, my music, even up to, to the point where I had I was in college and I injured my shoulder and I wasn't an athlete anymore. And she was like, well, baby, don't forget about your the, the thing that you do best. And that's music. And uh, she kind of encouraged me. I was scared to 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 take that leap. Yeah. And she was like, it's the best thing you do, son. This is this was days before she passed away. She was like, uh, Gregory. Don't forget about your music. And and she gave me, in a way, the sanction in order to to follow that risky route of 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 getting into music. And and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did. Yeah. As you mentioned, did she passed away? What of cancer when you were what, like 21? Um, mm -hmm, did yeah. I read that some of her final words were sing, baby, sing? This is it. This is absolutely it. And um. I, and I, I I cannot tell you. I mean, I was I was I, these were I knew it was her last days. She knew it was her last days. I was trying to reassure her. You know, I, I'm gonna wear brown shoes. I'm gonna be a normal dude. I'm gonna go to work every day. I'm gonna have 1.6 kids, and uh, you oh, know that point six kid always right. Know, I get a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was just letting her know I'm gonna be a regular dude, and she was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. Don't be a regular dude, you know. I, listen, and I love regular dudes, but I'm sure. just saying. She was like, "Take the risky route, son." She's like, "I'm a, I'm a street minister. This was my job for, my, for you know, much of my life." She was also a nurse, but and did a little real estate. But, but she was like, "Go out there and follow your heart." And I know when you sing, music is in your heart, and so. Don't forget about that. And 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 it was like a it was like a something a light turned on in me. And I was like, I was I was a mama's boy and still am <laughs> trying to please her and thinking it would be pleasing to her to tell her that she did a good job, everything's gonna be okay. And she was like, Nope, take that risky route. You might be poor for some years, but take that risky route, you know. 
And, it and I did. Yeah. yeah, it paid off. Well, I, I want to that's the perfect segue into your music career. But I want to real quick. I want to double back real quick to that football injury you're talking about, because we have to we have to remind our listeners that you were, you know, you weren't you weren't you weren't, you know, too bad at, on the on the gridiron as well. San Diego State Aztecs, right? Yeah, I was trying to, you know, I was doing my best to take people's heads off if I could, you know. But, Not bubbles. No, 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 <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you know that's the culture of of of, of football to be, you know, tough and mean and rough. Mm-hmm. And, but but my energy, my internal energy, is is was is it, it was and is kindness, uh, gentle fairness, uh, equality, all of these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, in college, my identity was that of of an athlete. So once you injure yourself and you're not a, an athlete anymore, then well, okay, I was like, where is my identity? Who am I? What am I? Right. Uh, as you know, I was a student and it was you know very important to me. But yeah. what's my extra thing? What's that other thing? And music just came and embraced me. Um, you know, just, it, it was just a perfect fit. It was a perfect place for me to go. Yeah. I love it. And we're, real quick, were you there when, when Marshall Falk was there? I was there when Marshall Falk was there. You were blocking for um, him? The funny, no. <laughs> no I, was <laughs> a, I was on defense. The funny thing is, oh, defense Marshall, okay. Marshall, his first year, he uh, it was on the practice squad. And this was early on in spring practice. And it was like, uh, they were like, what is, he was just destroying first team defense because there was he was like well he's not going to play the first year so he was just on a practice squad but he was so good that his he moved up so fast uh to first string uh uh running back that it was it was amazing and it was exciting every time he he touched the ball and and yeah i mean you know the you know the numbers and the stories and you know you know the um hall of fame (laughs) there you go one of the best I've ever seen carrying the ball. Ama- absolutely yeah. amazing. And uh, and yeah. shout out also, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. He was a famous uh, San Diego State Aztec, I believe, football before a- he became Apollo Creed. Absolutely. And what an amazing guy. I, 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 the funny thing is, anywhere, anytime I was near him, wherever he was traveling, he would come to my concerts. We had many backstage photos together and conversations and and. And, uh, you know, we had a few conversations about, you know, playing at San Diego State, but he would shake my hand and really squeeze it and really tremble my knees. He was so strong. <laughs> like the but predator handshake really, with squirts in here. <laughs> but, man, he would he would look me deep in my eyes. I swear to you, I would get this, like, Apollo Creed chill, I swear. And he was like, <laughs> Gregory, thank you. Thank you for this music that you're doing. I was like, man, this is like, I was like, is anybody filming this? <laughs> But man, what a great guy. And he encouraged me over the years. It's amazing to meet him and, and over the years, see him again and again in my concerts. So, yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> amazing that you got it's to crazy. Hands with Apollo Creed. And well, good thing it wasn't when he, you know, if he was Chubbs Peterson, you'd been shaking a wooden hand. Right. Happy <laughs> right. Man, what a what a run. All right. Well, we, I promised we were going to talk your music, but I had to get some of that San Diego stuff in there. But all right. Yeah, so- it's amazing. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So wait. So you're so all right. So you're you get the foot, the shoulder injury. You're like, what's my identity? Your mom passes away and says, sing, baby, sing. So this is like a very like, you know, pivotal, you know, quarter life crisis, if you want to call it yeah. that for you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. you moved to bed in Brooklyn in 04, working as a chef for your brother Lloyd's restaurant, Bread Stuy. Um, yeah. Remind our listeners how you went from that to kind of, I guess, playing. I guess you started playing jazz clubs around Brooklyn. Is that yeah, how, how it happened? Yeah, jazz clubs in, in Harlem and Brooklyn. And um. I was playing there and, you know, I was all the time, you know, trying to send little tapes out to to record companies and all this kind of thing. Uh, but I invited a, a, a an executive from uh, Motema uh, Records and she came to this little funky uh, jazz dive bar in Harlem. And I played her some of my songs. I think I played uh, Be Good, 1960 What? And and a uh, work song and she was like yeah okay man let's make a record and, I, <laughs> and that was the start it was just that simple really and um but it was that simple but then not you know th th then she lost my number then i was i had to go in for 18 different meetings in order to get some money to 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 make a record but uh huh. finally i was able to make a record and with that first record i got a grammy nomination and then started the attention and then the 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 tours all over the world and, and it hasn't stopped for the for the you know 15 years yeah 15 awesome. years yeah well i'm glad that it, it sucks she lost your number but i'm glad it worked out eventually and you right. got, it was called water in 2010 like you're saying nominated for best jazz vocal album feeling good cover then nina simone and i guess what you had skylark which was a a hoagie Carmichael, which I'm a movie guy, so I always think of him at the piano in that bogey and Bacall to have and have yeah. not. Johnny you, Mercer also, wow. right? Johnny Mercer. He, he wrote, thorough, hey, man. You a thorough, you thorough, man. It's Moon amazing. River and Day of, Days of Wine and Roses for Johnny it, Mercer. So that's like it, movie legends in a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but you know, at, this, at the same time, as, as I had those, you know, those uh, uh, standards there, but I also... For some reason, for even for you know lack of understanding that I shouldn't do it, I put my own songs there, and this was the key to 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 my successes, my own writing, and and when that happened, uh, you know internationally uh, on that first record, 1960, what was was a hit? Uh, it was it was it had a uh, a dance remix, and then that put me in like the ears of teenagers. So I, I so I was going over to the UK. Thought I was a you know in a way a jazz nobody, and I was being swamped and swarmed by these young people who were going to to these dance clubs, you know. <laughs> so it was really something, really something, uh, just how the music was traveling, and um, yeah, and it's still that way. Yeah. They'll take some of my songs and remix them, and you know, a half billion <laughs> streams later, you know, here I am. I, I love it. I love it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, Do you have time to go into that second album, Be Good? Because, I, I mean, that had... God bless the child, Billy Holiday. Again, cover, but then you're like you're saying your own original stuff too. Um, with yeah, R- real good hands. I guess that was nominated for best traditional R and B performance. So you're starting to rack up the nominations at this point. But tell me about the creation of Real Good Hands. How did it come to you? Real Good Hands came about by way of my then girlfriend's father calling the house and essentially saying, "What are your intentions with my daughter?" <laughs> And I I literally could not speak. And but I wanted to say something to him. And in that time, I I did what I do. You know, I write from personal experience and I write from emotions. And this is what 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 came out. You know, Papa, don't you fret and don't forget that one day you was in my shoes and somehow you paid your dues. Now, you're the picture of the man that I someday want to be. So this lyric came poured out of me not sitting down trying to write some poetry sitting down trying to say exactly what it is i wanted to say to him wow. mama don't you fret and don't forget you know you know it's a, I, I, I was just i was just trying to speak heart heartfully and next thing i know you know i'm in a category with with beyonce for best traditional r&b right well, that's hey, right. I, you, were, you were writing from the heart that's the best i was stuff. writing from the heart writing yeah. from the heart and so i found out that you know, like like the, the, the masters of the music, uh, writing from personal experience and writing from your heart will always be the the best key in order to 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 write an effective lyric. And so, yeah, that's what I've always tried to do. That's a great, great lesson, folks. All right. So then you moved the Blue Note label for Liquid Spirit, which were, were you just trying to get next to Liquid Swords and Jizzos? <laughs> <laughs> in the alphabetical, <laughs> I was going to say in the record store bin, but those don't exist anymore. <laughs> those, don't, right, the, those don't exist anymore. On the iTunes uh, alphabetized playlist, whatever you want to yeah. call it. No, yeah, but that's, it, exa- that's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to do. No, I actually was writing from my mother used to my mother used to preach about, you know, water as the as the as a metaphor uh, for love. Yeah. And so I I was in a way synthesizing something from her sermons to put into to my music so yeah you know unreroute the river let the damned water be there's some people down the way that's thirsty let the liquid spirit free right yeah. so i taking her energy and putting it into the song and again yeah. millions of streams later she's still there she's mm. she's still living she's her message is getting out through me sometimes that her message is being played on a dance floor in 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 ibiza but still it's still her she's she's still alive and um I love you that. know everybody that's dancing to it doesn't know that, <laughs> that it's you know the utterings of at the time a middle-aged black preacher street <laughs> preacher but uh yeah it's uh it's the spirit and energy and i'm talking about love and everybody can get with that so 
Oh, I, lo I love it. The, your mom's spirit is still moving in everyone that's dancing to your stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. That's great. Well, Liquid Spirit, we need to tell everyone that you it won your first Grammy for Best Jazz Vocal Album. What was it like get, you know, yeah. after a couple times getting to go you know, and watch other people win? How, what was it like hearing your name called that first time? That that was pretty amazing. It was you know very amazing. I think, um, you know... Uh, I was actually numb. I was like, really? And I, 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 I thanked most people that I wanted to thank, but I'm sure there's some people that I missed, but I, I was just so in a way emotive about my gratitude and I'm thankful to music period. I'm thankful to, 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 to be express myself in jazz and to be allowed to bring in some soul and, and gospel and blues influences and, and, and bring these cousins of music together in a way. Um, I'm, and I'm still, I'm blown away. I'm still, am in awe of music and what it can do to and for people. And which is why I do it now. You know, I'm not trying to aggrandize my name anymore. I think this has become a, a mission more than it is a, a, a thing for like, yeah, to lift up my name. It's, it's a, uh, I know that, people just like me who were healed emotionally through music you know i used to imagine that king cole is my father in the absence of my father mm -hmm. so i know that music can do these odd fantastic beautiful things it can lift spirits that are on the edge of of of, of dangerous depression it can it can uh you know, bring a, a, a beautiful crescendo to a, for a, to a moment of love by way of, of an engagement or a wedding. Right? Music can do so many fantastic things. A, a, a balm and a comforter in an hour of, of, of grief in terms of death or the last breath of life. All of these things can happen through music. And so I, I don't think of it as a, a, it's not even a job anymore. It's a mission. And 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 uh, and I appreciate every time it's an opportunity. It's not about the streams, and about even you know, you believe it or not, people still buy vinyl. It's not yeah, <laughs> but but it, it it really is about trying to put some good energy out into the world, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to do it. Well, you know what? I don't know if you've ever even thought about it this way. You probably have because you're a genius, but but a uh, stream is water. Streams are liquid. So every it's time. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> player! I need have to work that in somehow. Thought of it. That's oh. you need to take that and run with it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! You just you just slapped me in the head with something so obvious. <laughs> the best wow. ideas are just right there. <laughs> just right there. My first record was called Water. Mm -hmm. My most popular song is Liquid Spirit. Mm -hmm. Man, you. Now you're streaming. streaming. Ooh, I'm going to have to deal with that, man. I might give you 10%. I might. If you want. Yeah. Hopefully there's no lawyer listening right we'll now. Turn but, it know. down, but you know. <laughs> well, uh, you've been really generous with your time. Uh, I, Our listener, I want to catch them up. Uh, I just rattle off the remaining ones. We hadn't, didn't even have time. You want again for Take Me to the Alley. You had the Nat King Cole and me nominated again. Lost to Willie Nelson, but who's keeping count? <laughs> All rise. <laughs> lost to john legend but who's keeping there's no winners and losers um 
Uh, anything you want to, you know, say uh, from from that three album run? That that's a lot I'm asking you, but <laughs> mm, you know, uh, no, man, I I I I I am so glad that I've been able to, you know, synthesize things about about uh, you know love and life and put it into music. It brings some enjoyment. I cannot believe that I travel all around the world. When I say all around, I mean there's probably not a corner that I haven't touched. And somebody there knows the melody, knows the lyric, and is ready to vibe with me. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that's happened. And it's happened. And, you know, wherever I go, whether, you know, South Africa, uh, Japan, China, and that's unbelievable to me. And, um, it, so it must must be the music, you know. What uh, was it? Was it was it MC Hammer? Oh, no, 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 no. It was <laughs> Deion Sanders. Yeah, must be the money. I said, must be the music. Must be the music. You know, it, it must be the music, man. So it's it's really extraordinary. I'm just thankful. I love that you just went from MC Hammer to Deion Sanders. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, but you got the music and the football. I mean, you, right. you know, it's all the same. <laughs> right. Right. Because Deion Sanders was in uh, MC Hammer's Too Legit to Quit video. Oh, this is the way my brain, brain went. My okay. bra- all, it was just doing all kinds of backflips just now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good thing he went back. He could, you can't wear them baggy hammer pants on the field. <laughs> Must be, must be the money. You remember that song? You, but you ain't even old enough to know that. Come uh, on, yeah, but I'm talking Hoagie Carmichael movies with you. So age is just you a should, number, my Okay, friend. man. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like, I like you, man. I like you too. <laughs> well, keep keep the streams going. Uh, streaming all the way to the bank of the yeah. those of those rivers. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you, man. All right, cool. Well, hey, thank you so much, Gregory Porter. Again, coming to the MGM National Harbor on Sunday. Everybody get your tickets now. Uh, It's going to be a great show. Hey, thanks for so much fun. Thanks, man. Real pleasure, brother. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. Bye.